What's going on, adventurers? And welcome to another week of Wandering Adventures. I'm your host, The Wandering Witch, and I'm so excited to be able to just chill with you guys and tell you all about my adventure recently to Disneyland. I was just there on Monday, and we had such a field day. And I can't wait to tell you about all the new news that Disney has dropped on us with it being halfway to Christmas time. Hello! Halfway to the holidays is like the best time of the year. Not only do they drop all the news and tips and tricks and discounts, but you also get to see new things that are coming out with the characters, like their outfits and what they're going to do and whatever else. So let's just kick back, go make sure you've got your favorite drink and your snacks, and let's just dive on into this next episode. Now let's just take our first little voyage and let's just cruise on into some Halloween on the high seas and some very merry time on the Disney Cruise Line for voyages confirmed for 2024. Yeah, I know. 2024 is a little far away and even early 2025 has been released, but it's time to just plan those trips now so you don't have to stress about it for in the future, right? So let's go ahead and just dive on in and make a splash with some of these new uh, dates and just random fun. We've got, you know, <clears throat> bookings opening to the public June 26, 2023, and clients that are our, <clears throat> sorry, clients that are Disney Cruise Line Castaway Club and other select affinity groups may take advantage of the following extended early booking windows. We've got the Pearl Castaway Club members. You're going to be able to access this as of min Monday, June 19, 2023. Platinum Castaway Club members, Golden Oak, and Club 33 members are actually going to be able to access this on Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. Gold Castaway Club members are Wednesday, June 21st. Silver Castaway Club members, DVC, which is the Vic Disney Vacation Club, if you didn't know, and Adventure Insiders is Thursday, June 22nd. And then, like I said, all bookings will open up to all guests as of May May, sorry, Monday, June 26th. So Monday, June 26th, you're going to have open access to all bookings for fall 2024 through 2025 for the Halloween on the high seas and the very merry time Christmas, which... They've got some really rare itineraries to Hawaii and the South Pacific and even more opportunities. It's going to take you to Disney's new island destination in the Bahamas, which is so spectacular. Uh, Lighthouse Point is beyond phenomenal. When you look at all the pictures that have been rendered, rendered renditions of the photos of um uh, Lighthouse Point, it's just, it's amazing. So, Halloween on the High Seas is returning, like I said, and we're going to have it return in mid-September through October 2024, and that special extra season is going to be full of sailings that are going to bring you full, full scale with the Halloween world, um and whatnot. So you're gonna be able to take select cruises across the fleet um, with the host of added entertainment and just dress up and join in with the Disney characters and have some fun with them dressed in their Halloween decor as well. <clears throat> They're gonna have your dance away nights uh, with spooky celebrations on upper decks. And then of course, you're gonna have some creepy crawling, spine tingling foods um, they're going to really help you immerse yourselves in the ghostly ship feels of Halloween. So don't forget to be able to see that magical pumpkin tree too while you're there and just have some fun. You know, from Port Canaveral, uh, the Disney Wish is going to sail three and four nights to the Bahamas as voyages with... Um, the Disney Fantasy also offering themed cruises varying, varying, varying from four, six, and seven night cruises. And then you've got a couple that are on the Fantasy that are four and six nights that will take families to the Bahamas, while the seven night ones are actually going to take you to the Bahamas and the Caribbean. So you'll be able to kind of like pick and choose where you're going to go. <clears throat> now... Of course, select sailings on both the Disney Magic and the Disney Fantasy are going to include a chance for families to 
discover, you know, fun and relaxation at the new island in the Bahamas, which like, again, like I said, again, that is a lighthouse point. This is the brand new island with beach retreat. And it's going to have, you know, the Bahamian culture life brought to you. So you can really just dive into that experience. And it's, I'm, I'm so excited when I got to see how everything launch, um, at D23, when they announced it, I was just like head over heels obsessed with the way the island looked and how everything was going to be set up and whatnot. But let's just have some fun and keep on cruising, shall we say, and cruise right into mid-November through December of 2024. Now, we are talking very merry time cruises. Yes, holiday magic, ready to be unwrapped like your favorite present. Excuse me with your favorite bow on top. So we're gonna unwrap these deals and let me share them with you guys because not only are they sailing from the two ports in Florida, this time we're actually gonna have cruises um, sailing from Galveston too. So we've got quite a few different things from the Sunshine State with a selection of three and four night Bahamian cruises on the Disney Wish out of Canaveral and then four and five night cruises to the Bahamas and the Caribbean um, out of Fort Lauderdale aboard the Disney Dream. And then we've got the Disney Fantasy that's actually going to also embark on a variety, if you would, of four night Very Merry Time sailings. um, And those are going to take us to the Bahamas along with another with longer six and seven night itineraries in November and December that um, you'll be able to take. And then select voyages, of course, across the Disney Dream and the Fantasy will include a day of fun on those beaches of white sand, the beautiful sun of warmth and sunshine on that new island of lighthouse point during the holiday season so instead of sitting around and being in the cold and the snow you could be on a beach sipping a drink and enjoying the holiday fun now like i said we do have a few special sailings this time that are going to be sailing to hawaii and to the south pacific south pacific and i wanted to go over those for you guys because the disney wonder oh man We'll be sailing from Vancouver, Canada to Honolulu in late September with stops um, on the islands of Kauai, Maui, and Hawaii before it arrives at Oahu. And then from Hawaii, the Wonder will actually embark on a trans-Pacific voyage to Sydney, Australia that will then take families through the South Pacific to visit once-in-a-lifetime destinations such as Fiji, American Samoa, and New Caledonia. Um, now this one, this is one of my favorites cruises. It just, you not only are you just like cruising the seas and you're experiencing that fun of what's all on the ship and you're going to have a little bit longer itinerary, but you're actually seeing things that you're not going to be able to just go and see on a traditional cruise. They're going to take you to Hawaii and you're going to hit three, four islands before you go down to Sydney, Australia, and then you're going to hit Fiji and American Samoa and, you know, and you're leaving out of Canada. Like this is going to be such a huge cruise and it's going to be so much fun. Now, Disney's cruise line is then is set to um, sail on its second season of vacations with Australia and New Zealand. And we're excited to see them bring the magic of Disney close to home for those local families in that region as well. I don't know, you guys. I'm super excited about those cruise trips. They sounded like a lot of fun, and I can't wait to see um, everybody secure those um, dates for themselves. Now, since we're already talking Christmas and Halloween, let's just keep that party rolling, shall we? And let's ring the bells of Christmas past and fun and the future. And let's talk about the upcoming announced dates for Christmas celebrations at Disneyland Paris, Tokyo Disneyland Resort, and Hong Kong Disneyland. Yeah, I'm right. 
I'm right. I know. Holiday celebrations are returning to the international parks this year, and that is super, super exciting. Now, at Disneyland Paris, we're going to have Disney Enchanted Christmas, and that's going to come from November November 11th through January 7th. So this is the time period that the park will be decorated, and you'll be able to experience the atmosphere at the holidays of Disneyland Paris. Now... Disney Christmas will be at Tokyo Disneyland Resort from November 8th to November December 25th. Yeah, they cut it like right there on the holiday point. Um, no reasoning why. It's just what they have itinerized. And then at Hong Kong Disneyland, no official dates have been announced, but we know a Disney Christmas is returning there as well. And we're super excited to hear more details about that in the coming months. Now, also with new Disney dates, we've got new Disney outfits. Now, who are we talking about? I'm talking about Mickey and Minnie. They have dropped new outfits for this year's holiday season, and we love them. They are adorable, and I cannot wait to see them in person. Or, well, in my luck, it won't be in person. But I can't wait to see them on my other agents and close friends and family's photos from when they visit the parks, because these Christmas outfits are adorable you know we've always got mickey and his entire crew looking great so this year the holidays won't be any different you know we're gonna have mickey and minnie in their new mid-century modern inspired looks that they're gonna sport at disneyland actually this year and they're gonna put a spin on the classic red and green with the addition of some pastel and playful prints, which I'm really excited about this. We've got, you know, the old golf plaid going on Mickey's little vest. And then you're going to get the snowy sparkle. And they even have matching holly brooches that were crafted by Minnie Mouse herself this year. Um, these are going to be just phenomenal. But yeah, the like pastel green um with the like pastel red and minnie's little headpiece is like a yarned crocheted just soft cuddly keeps your ears warm ready to go play in the snow winter's headpiece and i i'm just i'm you know what this does this makes me super excited to see what they are going to bring out for the holiday season for decor wise in its sense in itself because this is the sneak peek into the color scheme of what the holiday season is going to bring. So like two years ago, three years ago, we had the black and red buffalo plaid. Last year, we had a little more buffalo plaid, but wasn't so much, you know, and then they started going into those neutrals and stuff like this. But the fact that they're bringing all these pastels and stuff in and they're really altering that holiday season um vibe and not just bringing it be you know your traditional red and green but just bringing the different sense to those colors to make them uh pop more as well i'm so excited for that now since we we know that we've got new outfits of course there's going to be more holiday cheer coming and we know that the um, favorite attraction transformation of It's a Small World will return this holiday season at Disneyland because that is a unforgettable experience to witness. And if you have not made it to Disneyland in California during the holiday season, it is a must-do bucket list item to do. Um, <laughs> kind of repetitive there, I know. But honestly, though, we're... Being on the ride as a traditional ride, we all know that, you know, the behind the behind the story story of, you know, Walt took it to the fair and the World's Fair in New York and all that to just, you know, present it and stuff like that. And then it got moved back to Disneyland and stuff like that and whatnot. Those are just traditional things you don't want to miss out on that initial story. Um 
And then with the holiday makeover, the transformation, that is a fun experience to see, you know, all the characters and the dolls all dressed up for the holidays, plus all of the Christmas decor that they put up in there, like the giant snowman holding the big happy holiday sign or all the Christmas garland and stuff like that. It's just a fun time of year to be at the park. Now, of course, this wouldn't be a Wandering Adventures episode if we didn't talk about food. And of course, since we're talking about Christmas in June, we need to talk about Christmas food. So, little sneak peeks into things that are brought to the park right now for this uh, halfway to the holidays in the summertime are going to be some amazingly yummy snacks. And these are actually going to be found at Disneyland. You're going to be able to find your delightful gingerbread man uh, macaroons. Um, and those are going to be available at Kayla's Cake in downtown Disney District. Now, unfortunately, I was not in the parks when we were able to get these. They were only available the 13th, the 14th, and 15th of June for select uh, dates. And I was there June 12th. So I was unfortunate to um, get any of these myself. But luckily, I have some friends that were in the park during these time periods. So we've got photos that we will be sharing with you guys of those. Um, but yeah, you're going to be able to get your... Mm -hmm. gingerbread macaroons and then over at pacific wharf cafe they're actually going to have the mickey gingerbread cookie which is amazing it is like as big as your palm about about the size of your hand if you think about it and then when you bite into that cookie the just the ginger snap it's not overpowering and it's not too light it is like honestly the perfect amount of just comfort in your mouth now, we're going to just kind of bebop through DCA, right? Because we're at DCA for all this amazing Christmas food. And we're going to go over to the Cozy Cone Motel. And we're going to get ourselves a slush. We're going to get ourselves an eggnog slush. But this is going to have rum chata in it, topped with whipped cream and sprinkles. Okay, hold up eggnog slush rum chata whipped cream and sprinkles okay where do i sign first of all i am a huge eggnog fan for the christmas time season and then if you're gonna add rum chata to it why are we not friends before now because one horchata is amazing it's delicious i love it I will drink horchata cold brew. I will drink horchata by itself. I will drink rum chata by itself. Peppermint rum chata, lemon rum chata. Chata is yummy, okay? So if you're adding a little bit of rum to that milky milk sweetness and eggnog, you best sign this girlfriend up because I'ma come a rumming, rumming, <laughs> we're rum chattying, uh, to your house and we're gonna have some, something to drink because that sounds amazing for the holiday season. So, now, we've got some other things that we don't know what are gonna be quite announced. June 14th, today we actually will have another announcement release and when that goes live we will share it on our social medias because we don't get to actually get that sneak peek before you guys we get told as you guys get told so nobody's left in the dark but we just whoa sorry sorry about that i did not mean to slap the microphone tonight but we don't get the to see the news super early we just get to bring it to you guys so that you guys see it before you would in your news feed just because we have such a great connection on our social accounts so that is all that i think is new and exciting there is a little bit of a, a rumor that i would love to share with you guys and it's a hollywood studios rumor to host a hard ticket holiday event now like we said rumor alert rumor rumor no hard facts hard facts will be announced whenever disney releases them and we don't know if they even will so 
rumor alert a hollywood studios holiday event to be happening now according to a insider they are saying that disney's hollywood studios will host a hard um ticket event for the holiday season now what what does that entail nobody knows um but we're excited to learn and see what it could entail um there has been reports of special entertainment including jingle bell jingle bam a special um nighttime spectacular featuring wayne and laney from prep and landing um was last performed that in do, 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 uh that was last performed in 2019 that's right so who knows what they can bring back and if this is even going to happen and then like i said of course june 15th tomorrow we will have our last um teaser image um but it's really interesting because the teaser image that we got uh for june 15th has snowflakes in it with the twilight uh zone tower of terror so who knows what the hollywood studios icon um is hinting at for us in those snowflakes because i for one have no idea um it'll be pretty interesting i'm curious to see what else we could unwrap and go from there now, before we dive into my sad, sobby story of my solo trip to Disneyland, let's talk about Pride Night, shall we? Last night we had the first Pride Night ever, and from the looks of it, it looked to be a huge success and lots of fun. We've seen lots of pictures and whatnot flow through from the parks, and I am beyond excited for it there is so much fun happening from the merch to the commemorative backpack that you get to have at when you're an attendee it is super exciting now let's talk about the map shall we the map features a bright rainbow on the front in the center with the burst on it and it's got the event logo and above it it reads june 23 and on the bottom we're going to see that disney logo uh 100 and then in the middle of the big bright burst of rainbow you've got the disneyland after dark logo with pride night and what's really cool is the dot for the eye is the traditional mickey head but it is actually rainbow themed as well so super exciting and then you're gonna get your commemorative lanyard which is gonna look just like your map um the pride night 2023 piece is actually a little bit bigger and super exciting um your credentials are featured on a like a rectangular design um and then your corners are like that inverted rounded cutout piece and then like i said you got that logo that's gonna sit at the center for you um but it's really cool it comes on a lanyard that you'll be able to take the little um commemorative piece off and you'll be able to you could use it for your keys or whatever you may want to use it for with your heart desire but it's a black lanyard and it's got pride night on it and it's got disneyland after dark and then it's got the rainbow mickey head with stars throughout it with the disney 100 logo now what's really cool too is in this wonderful event we've got specialty foods and drinks and i am of course to share those with you guys um because who wouldn't share all of the foods of a specialty event with you guys right so we're gonna just start on main street usa and we're going to just start over at the Jolly Holiday. First off, we're going to start with a pepperoni and mozzarella croissant. And it's going to come with a roasted tomato soup. You're also going to be able to get a Main Street Sunburst, which is a drink. And then at this location, you're actually going to be able to get a rainbow trifle to snack on as well. 
And then Refreshment Corner has a Curry Knotwurst and a Mixed Berry Spritzer. And then Gibson's Girl Ice Cream Parlor has a Cereal Sunday. The Plaza Inn's gonna bring you some chicken curry and a jeweled rice bowl with a, and then you can get a raspberry citrus punch, some red velvet cake. Um, Frontierland, you're gonna be able to go to Stage Door Cafe and get chicken gravy fries or a berry cheesecake funnel cake. Now that is what I saw on the menus for tonight and I wanted to try so bad. New Orleans Square, you've got an orange Fanta float and a root beer float at Cafe Orleans. And then you get a peanut butter and jelly Monte Cristo, a cheese Monte Cristo, or a Monte Cristo fritters. And those actually are fruit-based. Now over in Critter Country, you're going to be able to get yourself some shrimp and crab ceviche at Harbor Galley, along with be able to grab some rainbow cookies. Now, Hungry Bear's where it's at, and you're going to be able to get yourself a cinnamon Mickey-shaped beignet. Yeah, not peppermint, cinnamon. So think like Red Hots or um, hot tamales, that kind of stuff. Not not like a thin minty, different, different minty taste in your mouth, okay? And then you're going to be able to get yourself a pork belly sandwich. Yum! Now, at the Red Rose Tavern in Fantasyland, you're going to be able to pull off some spiced beefed loaded potato bites. Now, can you imagine just biting into those potato bites? Now, think about a potato bite. You're thinking like a tater tot here, okay? So you got spiced beef on top, like a carne asada french fries to give you like the idea of what we're talking here, what it looks like. Get your plate, you got your tater tots with your spice meat on top, and you're just got your fork and you're just putting it in into your big plate of yumminess and just scooping it up and taking that bite. And those potato bites are just delicious. A grapefruit lemonade soda, which this grapefruit lemonade soda is like a dark purple on top and it fades from that dark purple down to like a light lavender into a lighter shade of purple, almost like a clear um, sprite color, if you would. Um, and then also you'll be able to pull off a tropical fruit parfait there, which um if you're looking for a simple but sweet tooth fruit uh, dessert for the night, that's where you'll be able to get it. Now, it wouldn't be an after dark event if you didn't have churros and pretzels of yumminess to choose from. So we're going to talk about those. You'll be able to get a chocolate and almond churro, which it's a churro that is standard with the chocolate drizzle all over the top of those and then sprinkled with sliced and slivered almonds and then over at the sour cherry uh 
churro you which you will be able to just enjoy the crap out of um it's gonna be amazing i can't wait to see photos of this one in person because it is a regular churro with a sour cherry drizzle over the top of it and it looks bomb.com now we're going to be able to pull off an amazing pretzel and it's you've got a pretzel you got your disney pretzel we all know they're good but it's going to be covered with cereal and milk yes you heard me right cereal and milk I know it sounds like a munchy snack it sounds like something out of this world but that's why you're going to be able to find it in Tomorrowland at the pretzel cart there because it is something from the future if you will <laughs> um but yeah how about fun is that now don't forget to get your specialty merches over at the star trader the emporium disney showcase and pioneer merch kitchen tile because they're gonna have some fabulous stuff um there's actually gonna be a artist showcase and signing at the disneyana and it's gonna be jared moriyama um from six to nine and then on the disney photo pass you'll be able to download all of your event photos as well don't forget for character interactions, you'll be able to meet with Cruella in Maid Street. Adventureland is Jane Porter and Turk. You get Goofy and Princess Tiana and Lewis at New Orleans. Frontier is going to have Donald and Daisy and Clarabelle Cow. Galaxy's Edge, you get Mando and Grogu with Ray and C-3PO. Fantasyland, which is amazing. You're going to get to see Mickey Mouse and Minnie, Mulan and Mushu, uh, Ariel, which she's going to be the live action Ariel, not from the animation uh, version. Anna, Elsa, and Oaken. And then you're actually going to be able to see Tinkerbell and friends, which leads me to think Hook and Shmi, Peter Pan, Wendy, uh, and who knows who else they can pop into that. Then you'll be able to see the muses from Hercules. Maleficent's going to make an appearance. And then you'll also get to um, see the evil queen as well. And then Tomorrowland will have um, Fastos from the Eternals and America Chavez from Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, there'll be some awesome, awesome photo opportunities as well at Main Street, Adventureland, and over at Frontierland. And of course, there's going to be some in New Orleans Square. Why wouldn't there be? Uh, Fantasyland's going to have quite a few too. And then Tomorrowland will even have one, which is really exciting. Um, I'm super excited for the entertainment can uh, calendar for uh the pride nights because you've got your welcome fireworks which are going to be right at 9 30 like your traditional fireworks show would be so you're getting your welcome fireworks um and then at 9 55 and 11 30 p.m they're going to actually have your parade the cavalcade um which is going to be the welcome pride cavalcade which i am obsessed with the pictures and videos of that that i have seen roaming the social medias already from last night's first event it looked phenomenal so let's just keep going with the fun they have a fond farewell with mickey mouse and friends at 12 45 which is going to be kind of like your farewell um party on main street you're gonna have three yes three dance party locations located throughout the park you're going to have rivers of america which is going to be your pride night dance club which is supposed to be a hip hopping potty potty zone over at the golden horseshoe is going to be where you're going to be able to get down with your uh boots and get your boot scoot on and boogie on to the country line dance show and then over in Tomorrowland, you're actually going to be able to hang out with Stitch and have an Ohana dance party. Um, I'm just, I'm obsessed with this map with all of the bright neon colors for the rainbow and the pride and how much Disney has just put into um, 
this special event. And even if you are a key holder um, and you are uh, attending this event, there is a specialty for you as well to be able to go and pick up. So if you are at the uh, Pride events, make sure you make your way over to the Star Wars launch bay for a special keepsake as well. Um, I cannot wait to see all of the fun that anybody else that I know that's going has when they are here. Now, let's just keep the party rolling and let's talk about Father's Day really quick and let's hear what you guys have going on. What are you doing this Father's Day? Are you taking dad out on a fishing trip or are you guys just staying home, playing your favorite video game with him? Wait, are you kicking dad's butt in your favorite board game? I know my kids will. Or is it your turn to cook and barbecue on the barbecue? What are you guys doing for Father's Day? We want to hear from you. So go ahead and hit Nat Father's Day and tell us what you guys are doing this holiday weekend and just how are you going to celebrate? Now let's kind of shift some gears and let's dive into what I did at my solo day trip to Disneyland and what it felt like to have no restrictions or uh, anybody nagging at me to go to a specific ride or go get food or whatever. So let's dive into a solo day at the parks. Hey you guys, and I'm so excited to tell you guys about my solo day to Disneyland and what I did on it um, by myself during the day. You know, from the rides I rode to the snacks I had, just to enjoying the atmosphere of the parks and the, what should I call it, the overcloudiness atmosphere of just the day it wasn't gloomy but it wasn't hot it was just it was just like the perfect day so we got on the road pretty early going for the day and just kind of like jumped in the car the kids went with my husband and i and we kind of just had a day trip out of town i have a magic key and I um, went to the parks while they went and just kind of sightseed around L.A. and the uh, area and just did their own thing. They ended up going to a, oh, excuse me, they ended up going over to a um, mini golf park and golf carts and stuff like that while I was in the parks during the day. So got to the park we got entered on the harbor side and we walked through those big beautiful gates talked to the security guys you know made sure that they're having a good day because you want to make sure that they're just you know they're not being treated like crap from the get-go you know you want to make sure that your experience is great from the moment you walk through the gates of disney to enjoy your whole day so checked in on them made sure they were having a great time and then kept on going took a little video for you guys and kind of if you follow me on my socials you would have seen it showing you around the esplanade and just you know one big good morning happy monday and then we walked through the gates of Disneyland, scanned our magic band, and grabbed a few selfies right there at the uh, Main Street train station where the big Mickey flowers are. And then we headed into Disneyana and checked out the new merch of art and stuff that they have on display and for sale. And then we went over into the museum portion to check out some of the... Uh, items on display <sighs> from you know the dumbo that was used that was you know inspired from the movie to the evil queen um from snow white when she's you know as the old hag and then you know different artist renditions and stuff that are on for display um they even have a old video of Walt with the multiplane camera and them talking about it. And there's even one of the old multiplane cameras in uh, 
the Disney Anna on display for you to actually be able to check out and see, which is really great. And then if you're in the vicinity, you can check. We're in the same building as um, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. So you can just kind of like wait around for the next showing and just go in and check that out. So I got out of there and just kind of be propped over. And as I was walking out um, right there, there was a big commotion of noise and it was some excitement because Pluto was right there doing some meet and greets and a whole bunch of little kids were excited because they didn't realize that they had turned around and Pluto was right behind them so it was the most adorablest thing to see uh so it just kind of you know warmed my heart to start the day off with little kids just being just so excited seeing you know one of their favorites of uh, the Disney characters. So as I was walking around and checked out Pluto and stuff like that, I happened to actually see that um, Chip and Dale were out. So I went over to get in line to see Chip and Dale. Well, while... I am so sorry. While I was in line with um, for Chip and Dale, they ended up having to go take a break, which okay they need to get some water they need a little snack you know everybody's tummy gets a little grumbly once in a while and nobody wants to be hangry especially in the heat so while they went to get a snack and stuff mickey ended up coming out and it was the most magical little thing ever there were um two little kids that were ahead of me and they were twins and it was their birthday that day and they were in line and Mickey came out and told them that he was gonna go and get some he would be right back which if you know Disney you know that Mickey's going to get some pixie dust and he just he did just that he went to the back and he went and got Minnie Mouse and he had her come out and take those birthday twins and parade them around Main Street it was so stinking cute now, you could have followed Minnie in the parade to, you know, try to get in and see her too, but that was a nightmare to try to do. So I wasn't even going to try to go. I stayed in line for Mickey because, again, I'm only two people away. Why am I going to leave? And then I actually got to have a selfie video chat with Mickey. And then while I was doing that, the cast members were snapping photos of me and Mickey selfie videoing and talking to my phone but also having those photos of us snapped in the background as well so I got to meet Mickey and whatnot and then I left there and walked down Main Street and then I actually ended up going through to um Tomorrowland and I walked all the way down and walked around to Star Wars Launch Bay and then kind of went past Finding Nemo, worked my way over <sighs> towards the backside of Big um, the Matterhorn towards its small world because I was going to head towards Mickey and Minnie's Railroad. But as I went that way, it... Um, it was down, so I wasn't able to schedule a uh, return time for it. So I scheduled one for Haunted Mansion and then just kind of like walked myself through the park. I walked through Galaxy's Edge and everything like that all the way down and around, snapped some good photos and stuff for you guys to be able to check out and then made my way over to Splash Mountain area. Um, I walked down to Pooh's Corner, actually, and the penny press is still intact for Splash Mountain so I was able to get um, the three pennies that are up for purchase um, on the uh, machine while I was there so I was able to bring those home with me which I was really happy that it was still up when I made that trip because I was really afraid that they were going to take it down since the sign is down and that whole area is completely fenced off um, so we left there and we made our way down to New Orleans Square and we hopped ourselves onto the Haunted Mansion. And then, oh, 
after that, we made our way over to Indiana Jones, which was, oh my goodness, you guys, amazing. With the new refurb on it and them fixing all the animatronics and stuff in it and enhancing the um, displays of the effects and whatnot holy bonanza it is beyond amazing the the colors that pop the the you feel so much more drawn into this like you're in a real life movie now than you did before that it is it's just beyond amazing i can't get over watching my video of riding the ride and over and over again because just the way the colors brighten up and just grab you or it's just they it was amazing i can't get over it it was just so good i could have rewrote it like over and over and over again but i got off of there and we actually went and took a stroll again all the way back towards the toontown because this is when i was gonna try to get on uh mickey minnie's railroad again and i actually didn't succeed i had a return time at this point and um the ride went down while i had a return time so they had to give me a multi-experience pass because it wasn't loading correctly and then um i was able to reschedule my return time for that one but i was able to schedule my next one for the next ride as well yeah. so i scheduled roger rabbit and then i scheduled Mickey and minnie's runaway railroad and then um went and actually went over to troubadour tavern and got myself a baked potato which is my favorite food in all of the park and i actually got a sweet potato cold brew to try as well which i was very skeptical about it because it is sweet potato and coffee i know weird holy holy crap dude like i'm just gonna say it it was amazing i honestly could not stop drinking it I wanted to go get another one. Granted, I didn't need that much caffeine in the day because I had already had two coffees at this point and a Monster Energy drink. Granted, my Monster Energy drink was no sugar, but still, you know, I didn't need anything more than that. So, but oh, it was so good. That mixed with the baked potato, the flavors just really just flew through my mouth and they just hit notes that you would never expect. So... So once we were done with the potato or greeting our potato, we walked to the back of Toontown and this is where I um, actually decided to take my potato to the very, 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 very back left corner of the park um, back in Toontown, which is actually going to be behind... Um, gadgets go coaster and you're going to be in this like quiet little park area which was part of chippendale's um treehouse and it's actually underneath where the ball pit was and it's just a quiet little like outdoor park where you can go and sit and enjoy the space and just enjoy your food and so i went over there and i sat on a bench and just kind of enjoyed my afternoon and while i ate my big big potato and drank my sweet potato cold brew i kind of just went through my photos that i had been taking throughout the day and started working on editing and just kind of you know deleting anything that was kind of blurry and all that because i'm sure if you've seen anything that i take photo wise i am very nitpicky on them being like crystal clear or a tad of blur here or whatever it may be so yeah so after that, my return time had come up for Mickey and Minnie. So we went and um, actually we went and we rode that and it was a lot of fun. When I rode it at the beginning of the celebration in January, I figured, you know, front row of the ride, it'll be the best view big for photos. Uh, no, I was wrong. 
I wanted like the middle of the train or the back of the train because of the fact your train car separates once you get past a certain point in the ride and there's no guarantee of where you're going to land. So I wanted towards the back of the ride this time. One, I wanted to get a few um, graphics photos for you guys of some hidden things on the ride. And then I wanted to, you know, just be able to experience it because when I was up front before, um, you're right on top of the train uh, itself and you don't see a good chunk of the ride. So I had missed a lot of things and I really wanted to see it all. So I did that. We've got a good video of that, got off the ride and it was time to return over to um, Roger Rabbit, which I have not rode Roger Rabbit since pre-COVID, dude. And it was refreshing. Let's put it that way. It was refreshing because I hadn't rode it in so long that I honestly forgot what the ride was even about. Like, I remember pieces of it and stuff, but there were other pieces where I was like, that was in this? Are you sure? So, but got off of that. So at this point, we have rode everything but the train. And that was my last ride of the day. And it was a wonderful ride. I rode it from Toontown Station all the way around the park and disembarked again at Toontown and then walked my way back through the park so that I could grab some photos and stuff of some things that I needed. And then I made my way across the Esplanade over to Disney's California Adventure where where I um, got there and made a reservation to ride in a credit coaster. And then I went and started kind of just walking through the park. I went down and walked through Cars Land. And then I walked over through the pier. Um, and then as I made my way over to the pier, I it was time to do my return time for uh, Incredicoaster. So we hopped on that. I was in the like second to last car on my train and uh, rode it. Um, I was fine. I love, I love, 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 love Incredicoaster, even as California Screaming. It was one of our favorite rides. Um, but I love all of the attraction um features that it gives you, you know, the spot where Jack Shack starts multiplying and there's a, quite a few little Jack Shacks throughout the track or cookies or uh, Mrs. Incredible, you know, stretching through the tubes to get to Jack Jack because he's just popping all over the place. You know, there's just so much fun uh, on that ride. Um, I just, yeah. And then I kind of just bebopped around through and then walked my way back out of the park. I started to not feel too good. Started to uh, just come down with that migraine from the day. I probably should have drank more water than I did and called my husband and just told him, look, I'm ready. I'm going to head across to Disneyland again because they were at like a 45 minute drive away from where I was at. I just told them, look, when you guys are ready, just start heading this way. I'm just, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to pick up all of our snacks. The fireworks are going to be starting anytime soon. You know, and that's just what I'm going to do. Let me know when you get close. And to be honest, it kind of like timed out perfectly. I have left California Adventure. Um, talk to my mom for a few minutes in between my walks over and stuff like that and then I kind of did some shopping and then went over and picked up our snacks and then right after getting our snacks the fireworks had started and I walked out of the candy palace just in time for the fireworks to start that I um got to videotape some of it and then I crossed the road over onto the other side of Main Street to hang head towards like Tomorrowland. And then when, when I was heading that way, I um, actually was able to sneak my way in under a rope and get a good spot for the fireworks for a little bit. So I did that. And then I walked myself all the way down through Tomorrowland and around because they've kind of changed up the 
route again for if you're walking to try to get to attractions during the fireworks. You used to be able to walk around the entire hub right there in front of the castle. That is no longer. Now they reroute you to the, you can, um, go to the left and it takes you across the uh, middle hub where the Walt statue is towards Adventureland and Frontierland. You cannot go in front of the castle um, currently uh, where in January you were able to. So so I finished that. I watched the fireworks and I had my snacks and then we made our way out, got a few selfies with the fireworks as my backdrop and made my way out to Harbor Boulevard where my husband and kids were able to pick me up. And then we uh, started our trek home and happened to actually go in, snag some In-N-Out burger. And then we made our way home Uh and got home at, you know, a late hour, but it wasn't too bad. So, but it was a great day as a solo trip. I highly recommended that if you ever have the opportunity to go to the parks on a solo trip and not, not just Disneyland, any type of theme park that you enjoy or concert or the mall or whatever it may be that somebody else may not be as into as you if you have the opportunity to do it do it it is good for your um mental health and it's just it's just good for your sanity you know um i love the fact that you can just diffuse um, and just breathe in a way. It's just, you know what I mean? It's just a time for you to be able to just say that, um, you need some you time and that's okay. So, um, yeah, I just, I loved it. It's a great time. And I hope that you guys get to have a uh, wonderful solo trip to somewhere you guys enjoy real soon too. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Wandering Adventures. We had a wonderful episode and there was just so much info with Christmas coming and all the fun and news on cruises for 2024 through 2025 and then solo trips to the parks and whatever else fun you can have we are here to bring it to you so we hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode and we can't wait to uh see you guys real soon Hey, you guys, I wanted to add a little segment to each week's podcast episode because sharing is caring. And this is something that I feel very passionate about. And I think that it it, it just needs to be spoken to because it people go on vacation all the time and don't always come home. And it's something that should be spoken about and I want to share with you guys. Um, so by sharing this phone number 1-800-273-8255, you could potentially by, uh, be saving a friend's life, a family member, someone you don't even know, or even yourself. Um, so if you're having any of these thoughts, I want you to know you're not alone. You know, often people feel embarrassed or nervous to talk to someone that they know. And I'm here to let you know that that is, that is completely normal. That phone number is going to be available for you 24 hours a day and you should never feel alone or stupid for something that a lot of people feel, you know, try reaching out, do yourself a favor. Um, also 988 is a number that you can call text and they will respond to you. You don't have to talk over the phone to somebody. If you're not comfortable, you can just text 988 and somebody will reach out to you just to try to, you know, talk to you via text message. Um, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is, is huge. And I would love for everybody to be able to have access to that if they need it or if they know somebody who else who needs it. So again, that number is 988 and that is a number you can call or text 
or you can call 1-800-273-8255.